0: Welcome to the All Purpose NFL Podcast with A.P. and Trey. I am A.P. He is Willie Trey Wheeler. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself, sir? I am doing pretty good, um, full transparency. We have been talking prior to the podcast as we try to get ready to actually record. And so we we planned out some stuff that we got coming in over the next few weeks. It's going to be really good. Um, we are recording this on the Tuesday. Of combine week. So there may be some stuff that happens over the course of the next couple of days with the combine and with trades that we don't get to, but we'll get to it next week. Um Willie, are you excited about the combine?
1: Yes and no. Okay. You have Caleb Williams who's not throwing. You have Jaden Daniels who's not throwing. I don't uh Marvin Harris is not participating that or his pro day at all. So I mean, you're still going to have some players there, but I did. I actually want to see how fast is Marvin Harrison, legitimately. How fast is Jane Daniels, legitimately? But the tape, the tape is there on them. I mean, you're not gonna. Like someone once said, you're not going to. the The combine is for people that may still have some questions, even though there's questions about all of them, and one question we're going to get to like real soon on one particular player. But those guys, there's. There's nothing, to me, the Combine can do for them far as taking them over the top.
0: Drake May isn't participating either. No, Drake May isn't throwing. Is I he throwing at Pro Day? I think so. Okay. Oh. I think Caleb Williams is going to do um, everything else. He's just not going to throw.
1: There's no point in him throwing.
0: Oh. So uh, they might – they might actually do all the other stuff, so you might get to see Jayden, how fast Jaden Daniels is. Hmm.
1: Then I have something to look forward to. Then actually I have something to look forward to. Then if they, if that's the case,
0: I'm really excited because going back to our days at the Memphis Video Office when we would just have the the um, combine on on the TV. Yes, that's, that's what I plan on doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm turning TV on in the kitchen and it's just going to be on the combine, all that.
1: I remember those days. You just you just turn it on, and, and it was on repeat. That was it. Yep.
0: So, now that we've talked about the combine, I think that it's time to go back to last week and address what we were talking about at the end of last week's podcast in who you feel like the Bears should draft and very blatantly say – they will not and should not draft. So will it, the floor is yours. Can you please explain why you think, one, Caleb Williams does not want to go to the Bears, and two, why the Bears should not draft, one, Mr. Caleb Williams?
1: Okay. To answer the first question, why Caleb Williams does not want to go to the Bears, Mr. Trubisky, Justin Fields, any bare quarterback known to man. (laughs) I'm just saying they don't have the greatest reputation in producing quarterbacks and having them succeed. I look at it like this. When your best quarterback in your entire franchise is Jake Cutler, you might have a problem. He's looking, I believe that Williams camp is looking at the dysfunction of that franchise the topsy-turviness, especially consider how Mr. Eberflus literally threw everybody under the bus on the offensive staff just to keep his job. Why would you want to go there? Odds are, you're not going to be good next year, so he's going to get fired anyway. So you'll be at two offensive coordinators in two years. Then you're going to double back and get a new head coach. And when that doesn't work, he's probably going to file the offensive coordinator again, so that'll be three in three years. Who wants to sign up for that? There's no reason for him to want to go there. Like I've talked to AP offline. And you know something funny, AP? On every ESPN little mock draft or anything that I see on Instagram, they always have, of course, Caleb going one to the Bears, right? Yes. And every time I see this, I comment, what if Caleb pulls an L-way? I've never gotten a response. Not even from normal people. Now, the ones who don't know, what is pulling in airway. Well, I bring it to more modern times. Pulling in Eli. Eli said, I'm not going to the Chargers. He was drafted number one by the Chargers and said, uh-uh, I ain't going there. Ain't happening. Now, granted, he is a Manning. But yes, he said, I ain't going there. Ain't happening. What the Chargers do? They traded him. <laughs> For Phillip Rivers. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what I expect to happen for the draft. I expect the Bears to draft Caleb Williams. I expect Caleb Williams to go up there and take the picture. Caleb Williams will never take a snap with the Bears. I think he has, I'm not gonna say he has the cachet to do it. I just think if there is a situation that is this abysmal, I think this is the year where something like this happens. Now, I understand detractors. Like, AP doesn't think that it will going to happen. I understand that. I fully understand that. He doesn't have the Manning name behind him. He's black. Uh, I can understand why people will say, no, nah, there ain't no way this is going to happen. But I do believe in this era of, I guess, player empowerment and players speaking up, I do believe that this is a perfect situation to say, no, I'm not signing up for this. Not that. And also, there has been rumblings, as we know of AP, throughout the season of his camp don't want to be there. You hear it every now and then. You heard it throughout all the college football last season, especially when it became very apparent that the Panthers were not, almost not going to win a single solitary game, when it became very apparent that the Bears are going to own this number one overall pick. I do believe in some cases, where well, there's smoke, there's fire. I believe there is a lot of fire behind this one. Who I think they should draft, whoever they think is better between Jake May and Jaden Daniels. Or if you can hustle the Redskins, hustle them. Lie. Do what the 49ers did to Chicago. Lie. That's why I'm at trade down. Let the Redskins pick Caleb. Get, a, get some more picks. Draft Drake, mayer Jaden Daniels, or, or Marvin Harrison Jr. if you don't plan on trading Justin Fields, which I don't see where that would be the end goal. But that's what I think they should do. I mean, if I'm wrong, I will gladly come on this podcast and say I was wrong. I was out of my mind. And I'll just keep it moving. But as of this very moment, Kayla, in my mind, Caleb Williams will not play a single solitary down for the Chicago Bears.
0: So, as the detractor, and me and you have talked about this for actually pretty much the entire season, uh, as they as there were rumblings of the Panthers having the number one pick and giving that pick to the Bears, we at all points talked about the fact that you didn't believe that um, Caleb would play, play for the Bears. In your mind, he was always going to – end up somewhere else because he didn't want to be there. Um, As you said, I'm the biggest detractor from a lot of those thought processes primarily for the reasons that you mentioned. Um, I honestly feel like the biggest part of this situation is there is not a way at this point for Caleb to say this And did not negatively impact him overall. I think that at this point, he does not have any backing that would put him in a position to be able to say it. I mean, you mentioned the Mannings. That's very, very close to what happened. Eli decided he was going to say that he wasn't playing, he didn't want to play for the Chargers. And because he was a Manny and you had Archie and you had Peyton, there was some cachet behind his name that people wanted to make sure that the family was happy. Caleb Williams is a nobody. It's not even like he's Marvin Harrison Jr. Willie, if you told me that Marvin Harrison Jr. was projected to go number one to the Bears and he said he didn't want to go. I would have more faith that that because of who he is
1: and what his last name is, that he could get away with it before Caleb Williams did. Um, I mean, but also also his dad would probably just erase somebody off the census. Shut up. Don't talk about that. I mean, he can make it happen where like he's not drafted by them. Yeah. Um, on top
0: of that, For the idea of player empowerment, I don't think that the league is in a place anymore where this would happen. I feel like the best opportunity we had for somebody to say they weren't going somewhere was when Joe Burrow was drafted. And if Joe didn't want to go to the Bengals, I feel like if he had come out and been like, hey, I don't feel like the Bengals put me in the best position to win and have the success that I feel like I should have. So I don't want to go to the Bengals. I think that would have gone over a whole lot better than Caleb trying to say he does not want to go to one of the pole organizations of the NFL because they haven't been as successful
1: lately. Now, in that same token, Wait, 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 wait. You said lately. We mean at all. Uh, yeah, um, I mean whoa, 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 flag! Cincinnati at least can say we had Boomer Assizing. Cincinnati can at least say we had Carson Palmer. The Bears got me, you, and a bag of chips. It ain't the same.
0: So when I say the Bears have not been successful lately, what I was referring
1: to is literally. The past few quarterbacks they've had but you could say literally their their entire franchise
0: you could i wasn't trying to be mean when i said it um, No,
1: no let's be mean <laughs> i just oh. literally said somebody can erase somebody off the census oh no, that's fair that's
0: right um so when i say lately i was actually going to bring up one of the things that greeny has mentioned on multiple occasions And I know how you feel about Greeny, but it's a valid point. The biggest issue with the um, Bears right right now is this will be the third quarterback that they bring in with a coach that's on the hot seat. They brought in Mitchell Trubisky when John Fox was there. John Fox did not want Mitchell Trubisky. What happened? It failed, and John Fox was fired the following season they brought in Justin Fields with Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy was on the hot seat. They fired Matt Nagy the following season. Matt Eberflus, like you said, threw everybody under the bus. And then if they don't have success next season, he will be fired. That is when I say lately, that is more so what I am talking about. And so just that track record. Like, I don't think you're wrong in saying that Caleb Williams should not want to go to the Bears. I don't think he should want to go to the Bears at all. I don't think anybody should want to go to the Bears. The problem is the Bears are, like I said, a pole organization in the NFL. Like, when you think of the NFL, the Bears are one of the first teams you think about.
1: Do we really at this point? Yes. Are you for football junkies like us? But I think I think if you ask the average twenty five year old, the Bears are not going to be on his list.
0: No, they're not going to be on his list of
1: all like teams. Blue Bloods. If you if you ask the twenty five year old Blue Bloods. Oh yes, I do believe they'll say the the Bears. I don't think they will because I think they'll say the. The 49ers. Yes. The Steelers. Yes. The Patriots. No. The 25-year-old would. No, he wouldn't. You
0: sure? Yes, because the Patriots do not. How many Patriots fans do you know?
1: Depends on if they're winning or not. That was rude. (laughs)
0: Like, I know Zach from Memphis and Paul's dad. Those are the only...
1: I know two who a guy I used to work with and a guy I went to high school with. Now, granted, this guy I went to high school with only graduated two years after I did. Now we're talking... So, he... I came out in 2008. He came out in 2010. So, we're going back even further where all this person knows this 25-year-old nine times out of ten only has seen the Patriots' dynasty.
0: Yes, but here's what I'm saying. They know the Patriots as Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, but when you think of blue-blood teams, you said it, 49ers, Steelers, the Cowboys. When the Packers with the blue-blood. The Packers. When people talk about the history of the NFL, Willie, what is the gold standard for defense when it comes to, we ask, what is their team
1: trying to be? That's the problem. It depends on who you are. For us, no. It's the, it's for us, it's the 85 Bears.
0: So here's what I'm saying. Neither one of
1: us were born in 85. Was you a thought? No. I wasn't a thought either. So,
0: but if you watch enough NFL television, if you watch enough sports, if you watch enough ESPN, they are going to talk about, oh, the 85 Bears. The Bears are one of the organizations that ends up on TV a whole lot more than we actually feel like they should. One of the Biggest games of the year on Sunday Night Football is always Bears-Packers. Have you noticed that the Bears-Packers, at least once a year, is always no something?
1: Huh? Yes. Yes. I know that. You know that. We both know why. I don't have that much right faith in a twenty-five-year-old.
0: Well, so here's the other problem: you're you're going too old. If you are wondering whether or not someone is young enough to not know, I have a nephew who is 12, Was born in two. He turns 13 this year. He turns 13 this year. He would not know about the Bears. The only thing he would know about the Bears is they lose to the Packers. That's all he knows. However... (laughs) They are owned by Aaron Rodgers, John Elk, not John Elway, Brett Favre, and Jordan Love. That's what he will know. However, as he gets older and starts paying more attention to football, the, the conversations around the Bears as a whole and being a part of the lore of football, puts them in a place where they are considered a blue blood. Have they done anything of late to warrant being considered a blue blood? No, not at all. I mean, okay, so this is wholeheartedly going to – I'm acting like you in this moment. I want you to know I'm acting like you in this moment. The Bears have been to the Super Bowl in this century. The Cowboys have. Jesus
1: Christ. They have. They have. And if it wasn't for Drew Brees losing to Rex freaking Grossman. Ugh. Like much as I want to credit Peyton Manning for only beating the Immaculate Rex Grossman. Drew Brees, you blew it. But even they have been to the Super Bowl. And my Cowboys... Lord. Cowboys are no longer blue blood. Nope, they've been taken off the status. Ooh. They are now second. They are now a second tier organization. No, they're not. i just okay, thought it was. I more like fourth. I know. They're like they're like fourth. No,
0: no, they're not. So here's the problem with the cowboys.
1: Jesus Christ, we turned this to a cowboys podcast.
0: The Cowboys are a blue blood organization because of their legacy. But the bloodline has been diluted so much that they they still have the title of blue blood even though what's currently out there is not at the end of the day the cowboys as an organization are the are still the most wealthy organization the most valued organization everything about them says they are a blue blood except for one
1: thing Winning. Bruh, University of Tennessee won their last natty in nineteen ninety-eight. We are the Nebraska corn huskers of the NFL. That's right. That's right. I only drink on the weekends, AP. You are not helping. <laughs> so going back to the bears part of this.
0: Um so with the with the bears being A tentpole pole organization. At the end of the day, like they are one of the original teams. Everybody like it means something like when people say duh Bears, the 85 Bears, the um what was the shuffle called?
1: The Super Bowl shuffle. Super Bowl shuffle. Like all they did that. They literally recorded that before the playoffs even started.
0: Yeah. So all of these things play into you can't just Particularly, I know for you, you're like, well, they're not that good anymore. They haven't been good. That is true. But you cannot tell the NFL as an organization that because they still have the utmost belief and um, desire for Chicago to be a powerhouse. If they could make Chicago be the, one of the best teams in the NFC, they would do it in a heartbeat because of the city, because of the history, they would want that. And so, little bitty Caleb, who's like, I don't want to be there. Boy, we don't care what you want. You're going to go over there and you're going to play. And so, I un- like I said, I understand why you would say he he could do it. There's nothing about what we've seen over the past decade. Like we haven't seen anyone do this since Eli. And now it's 20 years ago. And no one since has had the cachet to step up and say, I don't want to play somewhere. And the only person who could was Joe, and when Joe's dad actually came out and said something, Joe was like, nah, I'm good. I, I want to play for, I'll play for whoever drafts me because I know I'm a I'll do fine there. Side note, he has done excellent there. So it worked out. But um I don't think that pretty boy Joe cool, if they had, if he had said, I don't want to play there, and they had drafted Justin Herbert. And Joe goes to the Chargers. I think that would have been all right. I don't see Caleb coming out, particularly this year, and being like, I don't want to play for the Bears.
1: And it going well for him. I mean, define going well, because I'm like, you're going to go to a better organization. (laughs) I mean, somebody's going to take the plunge regardless odds are you're going to something more stable Um, odds are you're going to something that you can actually throw the ball to not name DJ Moore or Cole commit here's
0: what's really funny you mentioned going to the commanders is that a better situation
1: Dan Snyder ain't there no more it's gotta be better right (laughs) Right? Is is it though like right Hey, look at this! You get to go against Daniel Jones twice a year without Saquon Barkley. That's fair. That's fair.
0: Um, are you are, are you gonna go against Daniel Jones, or are you gonna have to go against like
1: JJ McCarthy? That's even better. No, <laughs> that's garbage. Well, that's for a later episode. <laughs> but it's it's weird. It's kind of weird because you know, like
0: I I don't see. Like, I don't, I also don't see anyone trading up to get the pick that is Dude, not
1: awesome. I just thought about something though. Mm-hmm. Realistically, think about it. Like, granted, the debate, like, the Bears are in the same conference, but like, we, I think we can both admit, like, allegedly, Washington has better weapons. Yes. Allegedly. Um, think about it though. The best quarterback in the NFC is who? As far as 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 pure talent, just pure talent, is Caleb Williams not already top 10? In the NFC or period? Just the NFC. Just the NFC. Not not everywhere else. Because we know the AFC is loaded. Just the NFC. Pure talent. Is he top 5? He might be. Hold
0: on. This is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. Oh, this is going to be bad. Um...
1: You ready? Let's do this. Rock party. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's... <laughs> Next. Dak. He's more talented than Dak. I
0: I disagree. Um, but I, I think that one of the talents that Dak has that he does not get as much credit for, even though at this point it don't sound like the rest of his teammates like really like him. Dak has intangibles that make him
1: better as a quarterback. Is this before or after we're down by 20?
0: It's um him as being a leader and being a very, very good middle manager.
1: <laughs> okay, I, I give you that. He he is the quote unquote leader. I can't say leader that we want, because leaders don't be don't wait till the fourth quarter to start playing every doggone game. He don't do
0: it every doggone game. It's just, you know, games that matter.
1: Next quarterback, man. Next quarterback. Jared Goff. Come on now. Stafford? He's not more talented than Stafford. Baker? Yep. Jordan Love? No.
0: I'm conflicted because I I want to have more faith in Jordan Love. I'm also kind of of the belief that you – I, I wanna see more of you at a high level. I wanna see more of the second half, Jordan Love, than the first half, Jordan Love, because I I didn't believe in you after the first half of the season and you you came on
1: strong, but I, I still have questions. Hey, you you want a sneak peek? Sure. Unless Kansas City shocks the world with a certain thing that we looked at today, Jordan Love's winning MVP.
0: I, I can't see it. I, I promise you I can't. I like So here's the thing. I don't know that an NFC quarterback will win the MVP ever again. Jalen was your best shot. Okay. Because, like, because, Willie, really, I'm supposed to tell you, I'm supposed to name the quarterbacks in the AFC that are probably going to keep winning um, MVPs and shut out every NFC quarterback. One of these five quarterbacks is gonna win the MVP every year for the next ten years. Lamar, Josh, Pat, CJ, Joe. Do you really think Jordan Love is gonna beat out any of them?
1: Yes. Really? Do you want me to go? Do 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 you want to go tell you why? Yes. Joe Burrow will never be the same once T. Higgins leaves.
0: T. Higgins ain't leaving?
1: Bro- I didn't say this year. I just said once he does leave. Um, Pat Mahomes is going to run into the we're tired of Pat Mahomes winning syndrome. Lamar is going to turn into James Harden as in we don't care anymore. And you said Josh Allen? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen might get in the way because he hasn't won one at all. And to us, did you say? CJ? Yeah. CJ will probably be a problem. CJ might be the problem. Because CJ's probably gonna get one. It may not be within the next five, three to five years, but he's gonna probably gonna get one. So I'll spot you that. But I don't
0: think that the pat getting tired of Pat thing will be valid because Pat only has two. And like Tom got
1: how many? Tom got one, two. Tom got, got four. three. Tom's got three. Hayden's got what five? Yes. Aaron got four. Aaron does have four. So I don't think that they'll get tired of Pat. Now, granted, he gets a certain little gadget. Oh, it's GG's. Oh, absolutely.
0: Also, I don't think that Joe, I agree with you that Joe may not necessarily be as good without T but if he still has Jamar and they can keep drafting wide receivers in the way that they have there's no reason to believe that they can't continue to draft
1: but I think they'll have other needs but I I can roll I'm
0: gonna roll with you on this but going back to Caleb being better um Gino. next question Derek Carr next question We don't know what the Vikings are going to do, but Kirk Cousins. Is it before or after 3 p.m.? 50 50. I'm going to say no. Hmm. I think he's more, I think Caleb is more talented than Kirk Cousins. I don't know that uh, Caleb will be able to stuff the stat sheet in the way that Kirk Cousins does. I can roll with that. Justin Fields. No. That's fair. I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. Um,
1: <laughs> <there's> me, <Ritter. laughs> Who was that? Oh,
0: um, Daniel Jones. Did you say somebody?
1: Nope, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Howell. <laughs> Same, similar as Cousins. Same answer you gave as Kurt Cousins. Kirk Cousins will probably put up 330 yards a game. They're going to finish 5 and 11, 5 and 12.
0: I feel like he's more t- talent wise, he's more talented than Sam Howe. But I don't think that Sam Howe gets enough credit for being a solid quarterback. Kyler. Yes. No, 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 Willie. That is not fair. For every other question you ask me, you better ask me the question about Kyler. Oh. <laughs> Is it before
1: or after Call of Duty drops? Before. Oh no, Tyler smokes him. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tyler smokes them. It ain't even close. After?
0: Nah. <laughs>
1: no, not at all. <laughs> um, and finally Bryce Young. Is it before or after we realized they ruined him? After. Oh, poor Bryce Young. He'll be out the league in three years. Maybe five. No, he could do a career backup. He could do that.
0: Here's something that I I am honestly intrigued by, and I want to know what you think and how this could possibly play out. Can, at this point in time, we have Justin Fields, Bryce Young, I am going to throw him in here because I want to round it off so it's not just two. Um, Zach Wilson, of those three players, if you had to project that one of them would have a Ryan Tannehill-esque second coming of their career, who do you think it will be? What are my options again? Justin Fields, Bryce Young, Zach Wilson
1: feels by miles. That's fair. Right. If Justin feels now here's the problem that I have. We all know where Just where we want Justin to go. We all know it. it's It's no secret where we want him to go. Unfortunately, I do not trust Raheem Morris. I'm not saying he's bad. Uh, i'm not I'm not saying he's bad because I don't believe he is. I just don't know. I don't know that's my issue
0: I don't want him to go to uh, Atlanta I want him to go to the Steelers I don't want him there I don't you are at a point where you have not officially um, turned in your resignation but you creeping up on free agency and you looking at the Ravens right now like do I want to go there
1: no, the real reason is because I don't trust them offensively. I don't trust anything offensively about the Steelers considering you hired Arthur Smith. Ooh, 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 why not? I never liked what I saw out of Arthur Smith when he was with the Titans. I don't know how he got the head coaching job. Maybe Fred bought it for him. I have no earthly idea. I have no clue. I mean, I don't. So is, I was never impressed by him at all under any circumstances. So that being said, it's one of those. I don't trust the Steelers offensively. I don't like if this was Bill Cowher back in the nineties. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it with Slash, with Cordell Stewart. I don't think this is one of those times. I just don't trust it. That's
0: fair. Here's what what I will say. I think that Arthur Smith, as an offensive coordinator, particularly with two running backs that are relatively young and don't have as much tread on the tire, will function at a very good level. Um, what the hell did he have in Atlanta then? Let me finish. <laughs> um, In Atlanta, I feel like Arthur Smith fell into the trap that we talk about with defensive coordinators, where being the head coach took away from his ability to be a good offensive coordinator. I'm not necessarily saying that I think that he is an excellent offensive coordinator. I think that if he can replicate what he did with Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry, and not be the because and not be the person who gets in his own way, which I don't believe Mike Tomlin will allow him to get in his own way. If he can accomplish that, I think that the Steelers are better set up for success. If you, were, I don't, I think I told you this. One of my biggest problems with the hiring of Arthur Smith was not because I felt like Arthur Smith was such a bad offensive coordinator. My issue with hiring Arthur Smith was you did not help Kenny. And if the goal is to help Kenny, you should not have hired Arthur Smith. If you get someone like Justin Fields who can run the ball, And we saw a lot while uh, Ryan Tannehill and Arthur Smith were there, that Arthur Smith would be like, I mean, you athletic enough, run it. I think that has more potential. Um, I don't think you're wrong in not having faith in the Steelers um, offense. I just know I have more faith in Arthur Smith than I had in the past couple of years.
1: I'm just – Petrified, where you have Behan, Chala Algier, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London, and you somehow cannot score the football. I understand you had Desmond, I don't want to be in the NFL anymore, Ritter. You're going to a place that has worse skill position players. You got a guy in Pickens who literally quits on run plays. Deontay Johnson, who was there but then sometimes injured. Phillip Warren's – not Philip. TJ – I think his name is TJ. Is his name TJ Warren? What's the kid's name?
0: Jalen Warren.
1: Jalen Warren. I like him. I like him. I do. I actually like him. Yeah. Uh, Najee, ain't finna get a fifth-year option. The line can't block. And I'm supposed to expect, like, better? And once again, we're talking about Justin Fields, who's finna be what? What's this? Allegedly, if he gets traded there, year three, third, third off coordinator. Who survived that? Nobody. True. So, like, I, I
0: understand your thoughts. I don't think you're wrong. I just, you know, I have more faith in him because, again, I think that the problem was he was the final say-so in Atlanta. He ain't going to be the final say-so in Pittsburgh. And I don't think Mike will let him get in his own way. I think if like I can see them running the ball once and then if they have four straight plays where they don't run the ball and they try and put Mike Tomlin here's all right, we're going to have fire moose uh pass the ball to um uh, Calvin Austin. Timeout Arthur You're not in Atlanta. We're not doing stupidity here in Pittsburgh. Call the right play. But I think I don't care what you think because apparently you don't care what you think. We are not calling stupidity. Call the right play before I call it.
1: And for our fans at home that don't know what he's referencing. There was a play where literally the Falcons decided to have Kyle Pitts in the red zone throw the ball to John New Smith. Now, granted, did it work? Yes, but it's no. the sheer—it didn't. Kyle didn't throw it. Kyle was the decoy. Oh sh! See, that's even worse. Kyle <laughs> the right play, son. Call the right flash. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So oh, yeah, like that's that's why I have a little bit more faith. Um so yeah, going back to we we got so far off, I forgot that we were talking about Caleb Williams. Um so but you said it if Caleb Williams does get drafted by the Bears and plays by you, you will quote unquote e Crow. I I wholeheartedly believe that at this point he's going to be drafted number one. He will play for the Bears. I don't think that he will be the problem. I don't think, like, I just, I don't see at this point in time the league being like, oh, yeah, you can just make, you can tell us what you want to do. Willie, think about what happened to Le'Veon there.
1: He's a running back. He doesn't matter.
0: Uh, maybe, but I, I wholeheartedly feel like he pissed them off and his um, punishment was, You got to go play for the Jets. And two years later, you're out the league. Yeah. Yeah. So next, I want to hit another team that's drafting early that me and you disagree on what they should do. The Patriots, Willie. The Patriots. I want to talk about what I think the Patriots should do because at this point, the general consensus is they should draft a quarterback. And I'm like, no, no, they shouldn't. This team is not set up to draft a quarterback. You suck. Don't draft a quarterback that is going to come in and suck. This is not going to be a situation where, you know, y'all bring in somebody like C.J. Stroud because nobody was as good as C.J. Stroud. Nobody in this draft is as good as C.J. Stroud, and y'all going to go off and win and have this high level of success. My personal belief is you trade back and get a few more pieces to shore up the rest of your um team. I would trade back from three with, like, the Raiders at 13 and I would get this year's first this year's next year's first and this year's second and this year's fourth at 13 I'm drafting the offensive line and the second round with that pick with my pick and their pick I'm drafting a middle linebacker and another corner no a middle linebacker and a wide receiver because they really need wide receiver help um and even Matt Miller, one of the NFL drafts, draft scouts for ESPN, um, recently posted the Patriots pre combine draft take: The Patriots should not draft a quarterback at number three overall. The roster isn't ready for a rookie QB and would just set his development back. This is in Houston with a Hall of Fame left t- tackle and a solid supporting cast. This is closer to Carolina, and we saw how that worked out. So, Willie, what are your thoughts on the Patriots passing on a quarterback this this year?
1: I don't think you should pass on one. If you don't want to draft one at three, fine. I respect it. I'm cool with that. But to – ignore the position altogether and trot out Bailey Zappy out there. I can't rock with that, especially where there's so many quarterbacks to pick from. Like I said, you don't have to go willy-nilly and draft somebody like Christian Ponder in the first round or Jake Locker. I'm not advocating for those things. And I understand the take of this team is not ready for a rookie quarterback roster. Well, when is it? The defense is pretty quarterback-friendly. You get Christian Gonzalez back. Matt Judon comes back. They have a crap ton of cap room. So if not now, we're like where the formula allegedly is: win a Super Bowl with a quarterback on a rookie deal. Allegedly, that's the formula. I'm not saying that's reality. Like I said, allegedly you win with a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract with a solid defense. Uh when the question my only pushback is when is it ready then? So we just throw away a year? What are we doing then?
0: Okay. So here's my question for you. How is this different from what um Seattle did? What you mean Seattle did? Which era of Seattle? When Seattle made
1: the decision to get
0: rid of Russ, what did they do?
1: They went and got like a journeyman quarterback. Had nothing left to lose. Mm-hmm. Literally on his last leg. Who was the other quarterback that was supposed to start for them? A guy that was garbage. But I told you he
0: was garbage coming no, out the no, draft. No, that would that's not my point. They had every intention of Drew Locke playing that season. Drew Locke was supposed to be their starter. That was a misevaluation because I said he was garbage. No, they weren't, they didn't pick Drew Locke. And say, oh, he's our starter. So we're going to go and win with him. They didn't think they were going to win with Geno. They went and got Geno and they traded when, as a part of the trade, they got Drew Locke. If Drew Locke would not have gotten sick with COVID, Drew Locke would have been the starting quarterback for that team.
1: And they would have been, they would have never made the playoffs. Even though they got ran through by the 49ers, they would have never made the playoffs.
0: Yeah. And so the result was different because of the way that Geno played. But the outlook on that season was toss this John in the trash. We're going to draft really, really well. We're going to use the draft capital we got by trading Russ. They got, hold on a second. See, that was a year. They got Charles Cross. They got Kenneth Walker. They got Reek. That was the year that they drafted them and said, we don't care about um, trying to have, oh, they got Abraham Lucas that year too. That was the year that they said, we're going to try out a bad quarterback as because none of the quarterbacks this year are worth it. And we're just going to, we- we're going to be bad this year. It's okay. We going to. We're not necessarily we're saying we're gonna full blown tank, but what we can do at this point ain't gonna be necessarily successful. Rock with us and see where we go after this year. How is that different from what I'm saying?
1: Um, the Patriots should do. It's not different, but the result is still will be the same. You now look at Seattle; they still need a quarterback. But the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you st- they still need a quarterback. And I'm fine and with them. I'm fine with them
0: like if there was a year that Seattle would be like, hey, we gonna make something happen. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, Seattle is at 16. You don't think Seattle might look at Michael Penix
1: or JJ uh, McCarthy due, due to his medicals, I I'm petrified. I think a lot of teams are petrified of Michael Penix Jr. I, I'll say this. Don't be surprised if he slips. And I do mean slips. I don't think he makes it out of the second round. I hope he doesn't. I'm Like I said, I'm petrified. I don't look like this. I hope people, hopefully all our listeners don't get it twisted. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. You know I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I think teams are scared of the medical.
0: Oh, no. I believe that teams are scared of the medical. What I'm saying is I don't think anyone is scared enough of the medical to let him fall below second. Because talent-wise...
1: It's there. Oh, it's there. It's there. And actually, I think he would be the perfect pick for the Patriots, just not round one. Which I'm fine with. I'm not saying they can't get a quarterback. I'm saying you don't need to pick
0: a quarterback at three.
1: No, no, no. I'll rock with you on that. I'll rock with you on that. If you said... Willie, really? they don't need to pick one at three. Fine. But I do believe you need to come out with one. That's all I'm saying. Come out with something. It's like going to the club at a certain age. You got to leave with something. You got to come back on something. Hey. I, don't think, I don't think they can leave the draft as a whole with absolutely nothing.
0: I think they can. But it is wholly dependent on what happens in free
1: agency. If they if they get your boy Kirk Cousins, fine. You can walk out with nothing. But I will say this: it's hard for me to look at probably what the deepest quarterback class we've had in a while, and probably will for a long time. And you willingly came out with nothing. That's fair. I like I said.
0: I think they can. Leave. I don't, here's the other problem. Outside of Williams, May, Daniels, Penix, do you see any of those becoming, anybody out of that top four becoming anything?
1: You say outside of the four? Yeah. <sighs> okay, so you gave me, so no Daniels, no May, no Williams. Who's the fourth one? Penix absolutely i'll say i got a sleeper i got a sleeper who's your sleeper jordan travis where was jordan travis that was florida state's quarterback oh of course he's not gonna play this year he's not gonna play this season he's not you give him a full 365 to recover and recuperate he's a veteran quarterback he's an older quarterback in a team with a good solid defense I mean, of course, he's not, he's not going to get drafted by them. But, like, a team like the Browns, where the defense is there, the running game is there, I don't think he makes the critical mistakes that a P.J. Walker may, or a bunch of, we love Joe Flacco, literally throwing it all over the yard. I don't think those mistakes happen with him. But that is my sleeper pick. As far as, if you want, if to answer your question of somebody being something. Bo Nix, absolutely not. Um, JJ McCarthy main, please. I, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. it, it, Joe Milton. No. If we had a throw the ball far contest. Yeah. He'll win. But no,
0: there's somebody who's graded above Jordan Travis that, um, I'm going to say his name and I hate that. I can't see your face. Um, he plays for South.
1: He played for South Carolina. No, 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 no. <laughs> Spencer Ratt. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Spencer Rattler. Do you remember when that, like, Mel Kiper was like, "Yeah, he'll be the first overall pick," and I was like, "No, that dude is garbage." Do you remember that, AP? Yep. Because I mem- I remember that vividly. Him and I think Sam Howell. I believe were projected before a particular college football season was supposed to go one and two, and I was like, "He is smoking," because them two guys are garbage. Now, like, granted, Sam has proven to be decent, but Spencer freaking garbage. Now you pick him fourth round; he's not garbage.
0: Yep, he is graded right now as higher than Jordan Travis. Uh-
1: I was I would agree with that only due to you don't know how George Travis is gonna come out of this leg injury.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Um but yeah, overall I think the Patriots like I said, I don't think the Patriots have to should come out of this draft necessarily with no quarterback. But if you can't get Penix at the top of the second round or the bottom of the th- uh first, I'm not taking a flyer on any of the other quarterbacks well no if you can get Jordan Travis in the third round I will go with Jordan Travis but outside of that I don't think that there are any quarterbacks that justify what you would need them to be because you kind of need someone who can sit back and wait I don't think trying to throw a rookie quarterback out there at this point with what they have is a good idea.
1: I just, I'm okay. I hear you. It's just one of those, if not now in the most deepest quarterback class in recent memory, when?
0: I mean, realistically,
1: if it were me, if I didn't get one this year. Because I don't know what 2025 looks like. I haven't looked at that. <laughs> um. And if they got Carson Beck at the top of the board, Jesus helped them.
0: Uh, let's see. I'm looking at one. They got K. Klubnik. <laughs> no, Drew
1: Alar, Prince State. We're talking about a Penn State. Never mind.
0: You want to know the one that didn't? Have, don't look like it popped up. That I'm like, um, depending on how he plays this year, he will most likely be the best quarterback in um in college football.
1: Who? Shadur Shadur should be one. That's my thought process. Shadur should, should be one. Straight up, he should be one. He so, should be QB one. If you can come out of this this
0: draft with no quarterback, you play through this season, and I don't know who we we'll, we would have to like do some guesswork and looking at stuff. Um. You'll probably have a top five to seven pick next year.
1: That's if you not going huh? to get, not get you Shador. If you can trade up to get him, it would be worth it. Because you're going to have to go almost winless.
0: I mean, realistically, looking at it, headed into next
1: season, who do we have as the worst team? The Panthers again. I don't feel like it'll be the Panthers. I don't know who else you'll pick. But I tell you this: if you get more, if you get three wins, you're out. I mean, that don't really
0: put you that far out. This year, the the only team, the Panthers, had two wins, and then the two? yes,
1: the Commanders, Cardinals, and Patriots all had four. Okay, I think I'm. I think we're speaking two different languages. I'm talking about strictly for Shador. No, nobody I'm, else matters.
0: What I'm saying
1: is. You
0: said if you win three, you're out. I'm saying... Or, or Shador. Hear, hear me out. What I'm saying is if you win three, you are still high enough
1: to trade to get Shador. Oh, you're talking about... Tra- yeah, we all speak two different languages. You're talking about trading up. I'm talking yeah. about outright. Oh, no. You, I don't think that if they get... Um, I mean, depending
0: on if they tried out Bailey Zappy all year, they might be good enough to get um, Shador. Uh, but overall, I, my thought process was you go into this season, you end up with a five to ten dra- – uh, like your draft pick is somewhere between five and ten, and you trade up with either Carolina or Washington to get the number one pick. I think it will be Carolina or Washington. Um, I am interested to see what happens with Drake May, um, who I think uh, Washington will draft. We didn't get into this, and I I think we can get into it real quick before we get out of here. Um, Washington hired Cliff Kingsbury in a move that was kind of looked at as, oh yeah, they're going to go get um, Caleb Williams, and I was like, that's a dumb idea. Did we not see what happened last time? They went, somebody hired Cliff because they were supposedly going to be – he was supposedly knew them really, really well. It didn't go well. Kyler is still over there in Arizona, and everybody in that situation looks to – so dr- hiring Cliff because of Caleb is a really dumb decision.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep, but, hey, that's what Dan Quinn want to do. Have at it. You know, Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can really
0: say about it, yeah. Yep. So we didn't get into um, the transactions and things and people who got franchise tag and didn't get franchise tag um, this week, but that is something we will get into next week as more moves happen. It's lion season, so we'll get to see what moves and things happen during the combine weekend. As always, we're on all podcasting platforms and social media. We appreciate you for listening and have a
1: good one.